You are now tuned into the Anxious Ambition Podcast, where you will be hearing raw and unfiltered conversations with those who struggle with mental illness, but refuse to let that get in the way of them achieving their dreams. Our hope is that by hearing their stories, you are inspired to do more. Here are their stories. Anxious. Ambition. Welcome back, everybody, to the Anxious Ambition Podcast. Today, we have a special guest. She is a nutrition coach, health coach, life coach. She also volunteers as a secretary at We Are Not Broken. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got it. And then more importantly, I think she's she's also a mom. So that's also really important. Her name's Crystal Ray. Welcome to the show, Crystal. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Just to give people a little bit of background about yourself, you want to just... I mean, what's your elevator pitch about like who you are, you know, in a nutshell? Oh, goodness. Um, I'm really a small town girl in the <laughs> sense that I love relationships. And that's what kind of small towns are all about is relationships. Yeah. Um, and I love the intimate relationships. I have my core group of people, but I love all people and just getting to know people. Um, but I have big city dreams. So okay. I always say I'm a small town girl with that, you know, at the heart of it all, but with big city dreams in the sense that I really want to make an impact. Um, I feel like each one of us have one life to live. Mm-hmm. And if I can help somebody live that life to its fullest, that's my passion. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about the coaching aspect of your, of yourself. Like, what, what, what is that? If, what do you coach them in as far as like life coaching and all that? Yeah. So uh, you know, I work with women predominantly okay. and, um, women are much more different than men other than, you know, we may have, we may wear some more hats mm-hmm. and we have, you know, we have our strengths and our weaknesses just like men do. Sure. But I think really it's just coming to like embracing the seasons that we walk through because life is a journey mm-hmm. and we can get comfortable with where we're at. And then the journey changes and the season changes and we're fighting against it. And when we fight against it, that's when we realize like things aren't working, you know, all this stuff is going kind of in chaos. And Mm -hmm. so my coaching is to, um, to kind of pull in all those questions by asking the right questions. I help them come to the answer of where they need to be at right in that moment of their life. Cause we're each different too. Like there's no better way, um, of living a life, right? Like there's no, you were designed to live the life the way that you were designed to. So Mm -hmm. I, my job is to help you figure that out. That's really cool. So it's more of, instead of like the season thing, you're like riding the wave or whatever you're going through, whether it's good, bad, yeah. you know, neutral, whatever it is, uh, whether yeah. it's a growing period, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do, like, is it, is it life coaching? I know you also do like, like health coaching, right, as well? So it all started with health coaching. Okay. Um, can, you, can you tell me how you got into that? Yeah. Part of my story, um, well, it's where my story started. Sure. Um, I found myself divorced at 36 and never thought ever in a million years I would be divorced. So I didn't Mm -hmm. have a degree. I was the best stay at home mom, PTA president, mentor for, you know, juvenile kids. You know, Mm -hmm. I was just the volunteer. Right. Um, so when I realized, Oh, sheesh, I don't have, I don't, I have to go back to school. What do I want to do with my life? Um, I had my own health issues happening. Okay. So as a single mom now, three kids going back to school, having a job. And then I had something called a hiatal hernia. I don't know if anybody ever heard of that. Basically you choke on food. So I wasn't able to eat. I was becoming malnourished. It's pretty common actually. A lot of people will get it and they'll, the doctor will give them Nexium, right? Because it's due to acid reflux Mm -hmm. or they do what I did, which is you go in for a surgery and they take a balloon down your esophagus and they, they blow up the balloon and stretch your esophagus out. I know. Exactly. But my problem was I couldn't eat. I couldn't Mm. eat after that. And then the doctor was like, oh, that's all so strange. You should come back in. Oh, that's the craziest thing ever. Why would I come back Mm -hmm. in when you don't know what happened? So I found a naturopathic doctor. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. He explained it to me. um, And if any, anyone of, you know, anyone in the audience has ever done muscle testing, you understand the power of that. If you haven't, um, I would strongly suggest to take a look at it because your body knows exactly what it needs mm. and what you need is different than what I need. Right. My issue was all due to inflammation in my gut. That's it. 
(laughs) So, and most of us know that our gut is our second brain, right? We've all heard that. Your Mm -hmm. gut is so vital and important. Um, But usually until something happens, we don't take a look at those things, right? Until we feel it. Mm -hmm. And that was what happened to me. Um, After that, I realized what I wanted to do because being in that state of not being healthy, I couldn't give my best to my kids. I couldn't give my best to my schoolwork and to my job and to my community. Um, I realized that health is the number one thing, the number one asset that we have. Because mm-hmm. what I've seen is we all work and we hustle every day and we lose sleep and we don't eat right and fuel our body. And then all of a sudden, one day, our health stops us in our tracks. Yeah. And then we can't work. We can't have that fun time. And we're spending our money that we work so hard on, on what? Procedures, yeah. pharmaceutical drugs, right? That's so, so true. Um, it's way yeah, more so reactive. Yeah. Acts Absolutely. And so what I love, what I do now is work with a, uh, work with DNA. Okay. So I just say, you know what, let's get down to the blueprint of who you are, what you got from mom and dad, what you're predisposed to having. And then now we know how to fuel your body. So, and it goes from everything from cholesterol to vitamin D to your gut. Like if you're somebody who has gut issues, autoimmune disease. So it just, to me, it cuts down on the time that we waste and trying to figure it all out on our own with Google, right? Oh, it's um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's and then all the guessing games, you know, of you know how much of this should I take? So um, that's kind of how I started okay. into nutritional coaching and why I'm passionate about it. Sure. So like what we talked about, it really resonates with me because my I don't want to say past life, but like I went to school for exercise science, knowing I wanted to get into supplements, but that really. They don't actually go together. That, that that degree does not matter for that. So I spent about four or five years in like the natural, you know, natural space of using vitamins, supplements, probiotics, things like that to kind of a more holistic approach to healing our gut or, you know, finding avenues that might work besides pharmaceuticals, things like that, like you mentioned. So, and I know that guessing game. I mean, I've spent, it's probably thousands of dollars, you know, over the years of just okay, let me try this. Let me try this. Let me try this. And, you know, people deal with anxiety, depression, you know, you know, they're probably impatient too. So it's like, okay, try this. Doesn't work right away. What's next? You know, mm-hmm. if you're able to do a test that says, okay, like almost like don't waste your time with all this. Right. And, and yeah. go from there. So that, that's, that's really cool. So you brought up the inflammation in your gut. You, you mentioned, obviously, you know, it, it's your second brain. For those that don't know, basically, your neuro, a lot of neurotransmitters are made in your gut. So what that means, like dopamine, serotonin, all your happy hormones, not so happy yeah. hormones, all your hormones, really. So how did you, did you figure out what it was? Like, did you have SIBO or, um, you know, like anything like that, like any gut infections? No, I did not. Okay. Um, I don't have the autoimmune disease marker. What it was is I have the FUT2. <laughs> okay, and what's so- that? I call it the FU marker yeah. because it's easy to remember and if uh-huh. it's out of whack, that's kind of what your body's telling you. Um, FUT2 is all about gut and inflammation in the gut so uh, and B12. So how your body um, absorbs B12 and how all that's utilized. Um, if you have that from both parents or even one parent, what that means is that your body can have a harder time keeping that gut microbiome in order, okay. right? So it can lead to now we have to have a very, very strict diet, right? Mm-hmm. Of certain foods we can't have because it automatically inflames us. Um, so we, so then getting the methylated version of B12 is okay. one answer, which is, you know, how much then do we need? Mm-hmm. And that's dependent on if you got it from one parent or from both. But um, when you can get that gut microbiome in order, it does, just like what you were explaining, it helps with... Um, those mood swings that we get or mm. waking up in the morning and not feeling any life, right? Where we could just wake up and we feel like I could just lay here forever. Yeah. Right. Um, and of course, sometimes it's not just that it's circumstances that we go through in life. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but that is the first place where you can control some outside forces we can't control, mm-hmm. but what we can control is what we put into our body and how we take care of this temple we were given. Um, and so, yeah, having the right um, diet, but also supplementation to help support a healthy gut mm-hmm. is very important for mental health. I would also say for vitamin D as well. Yeah, huge one. Body, right? Huge. 400 processes 
vitamin D is responsible for. Yeah. And if we can't absorb, even through sunlight, if we can't absorb that vitamin D effectively, well, then we have to be supplementing mm-hmm. our body to um, to have the effects that we need. Um, another thing, too, is um, why I, I love testing people is because it also shows if you're um, prone to be like um, drug resistance okay. or drug um, addiction. So huh. some people may realize that um, they take certain drugs and it doesn't even affect them, mm-hmm. right? And you'll have some people who are like, oh my gosh, like I took one and I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also very genetic, linked to genetics. Um, and then when I think of, um, I had a client who was going through a lot of anxiety and depression and just, they were trying to figure out the right drug for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she picked one and she was on it for a season of about six months and she started getting ticks. And wow. I started doing research on it because at first it was like, it looked like Tourette's, uh-huh. but she was too old to have formed Tourette's. Right. At that so the more research we did, and even with her psychologist, was that um, SSRIs mm-hmm. can have an effect on the body, which leads to ticks. So wow. she immediately, right? <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff wow. you're like, so that was self-induced, but she didn't know. Right. So she gets off that, right? Because it's impacting now her driving. It's impacting her work. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So she gets off of it. But even after being off of it for three to four months, she's still having this, these signs of ticks mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's kind of like, why am I still, why is my body still using this? And her liver was not detoxing it enough and fast enough. So we have to take in all these yeah. all variables, right? Like when we put something like that into our body and our body responds to it, there's also this process your body has to take to detoxify it. Mm-hmm. And you've got to support your body in that detoxification. And once we figure that out, now it's no problem. And she's found a great regimen that works for her and a, and a better you know, pharmaceutical drug right now that's mm-hmm. working that's cleaner. But just like you said, it's, kind of that guessing game and even with pharmaceuticals i don't know if your audience knows but you can get tested for your dna with pharmaceuticals now yeah my psychiatrist has been kind of trying to push that to yeah. be honest with you because i because so like just i'm pretty open about it so i i do take an ssri i, I don't know if yeah. i want to say exactly just because people th- whatever yeah. yeah right there's so many different ones and i've tried a ton of them like i'm not telling i'm not saying it because it doesn't mean it's going to work for you like we just talked about like it, it was, it's a pure guessing game. And truthfully, sometimes I go in there and be like, Hey, what about this? And they're like, sure. <laughs> and it's like, well, I thought that's your job, but it's like, all right, whatever. And then eventually they're like, well, if you want to try another one, let's just do the DNA testing and that should help. So I, I'm familiar with that. So it, it's nice to know that it actually works. Cause I was, I was kind of fishy to be honest. Like, it's like, it, what is this? You're just trying to get more money out of me. So well, and it can become pricey, and I think that, mm-hmm. you know, it's just another option, right? right. So if, if it is something that you do need to be on a pharmaceutical and you're right, it's like Russian roulette, mm-hmm. and you don't want to play the Russian roulette game and you can, then I would highly suggest go ahead and get your DNA tested. Just make sure it's a HIP and CLIA certified lab, which usually it is if it's from a hospital. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and that way you kind of narrow it down yeah. as to which pharmaceuticals will work for you um, according to your your genetics. Yeah. So, so, so if you're listening right now and you've tried, if you've been through the gambit of all the different medications, or maybe it's not even a med, you know, just it, it might be worth taking the test because you've mm-hmm. probably spent a ton of money even just going to those visits. At this point, it's your livelihood. I mean, you're investing in yourself. I mean, it, costly. I mean, it is costly, but it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty worth it if you're going to feel a hell of a lot better instead of going through the trials and tribulations of take this pill for six weeks. Okay, you don't feel any better, keep taking it and then stop taking it. And then, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It, so, whenever you bring up something to me that mm-hmm. like hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and yeah. when people constantly have to guess and it doesn't work and then they go back to the drawing room, it doesn't work. What happens? We're all, we're human. So, every single one of us, when that happens, we're going to be like, forget it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you just kind of throw your hands up in the air and you just, you just kind of give up because you've lo- yeah. you're losing hope slowly. Right. Um, it also reminds me of the movie, um, Oh, the hunger games. Mm. <laughs> Remember when 
Vice President Snow said, if they keep having hope, then we can't control them. But as soon as they lose hope, wow. that we can overtake them. But um, yeah, it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's my. So for me, my passion is to keep bringing hope in people's lives and in their corner because there is an answer mm-hmm. and there are ways of cutting it down to where you can find out. Um, and yeah, and once you get that blueprint of your DNA, then it's it's kind of like these aha moments. It's really, yeah. even with people who are um, adopted, I've done a few people who've been That's adopted. Really cool. Oh my gosh, because they've never known. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, did dad have heart disease or didn't he? Did, you know, so it's, it's been a, a really cool thing to see. And um, yeah, because our health, once we can get that in order, you know, it, it impacts every area of our life. Absolutely. I think one thing too is, you know, it's not one thing. It's not just going to be one thing too that does make you feel perfect or whatever. Like, you know, it's all about like that toolbox. So, yeah. you know, for me, I did, I tried, I want to say I tried my best, but I felt like I, I exhausted all my options for not using medications. Cause I was on them. I was off them. I was on them trying to find the perfect supplement combination and truthfully, it was a combination of everything. So it's finding, like, don't feel like, let's just say you try an antidepressant or you try magnesium or something, and it, it, it might help, but it might not be, it's not going to solve all your problems. You know, there's tons of different things. You live in an environment where we're deficient in all these different nutrients. Yeah. You know, if your gut's not working, we're not producing serotonin, like, there's just so many factors. Like, it's not like, okay, you just take Prozac and you're good. Right. You know, like, you might need to take, you still it's still not going to fix your vitamin D deficiency, your magnesium deficiencies, your gut, like it's not going to fix that. So, you know, you, you may take something and don't feel like you just need to stop taking it. Like maybe you just need to add something else or I'm not a doctor. I don't want to see you to start taking anything, but like, it's not just, it's not black and white. Let's, let's talk about the supplements. What, I mean, what's like the most common things you seem, see that helps people with, like they're mental. I like, guess uh, stick it like anxiety, depression. Yeah. Like that well, um, so, uh, you know, that's linked to our FUT2 gene, which mm-hmm. is the gut is linked to the gut and over overgrowth of bad bacteria. And we do know that when our gut's out of line, that impacts our moods. Um, and like you spoke on the neurotransmitters um, and then your vitamin D, if you're vitamin D deficient, right? We also know that that's linked to uh, mental health. Um, so I think that um, once you can find out your blueprint of what you've been given, like, do you have these mutations? Um, and if so, did you get it from one parent or from both? Like, that's another thing that you got to know because someone who got it from one doesn't need as much of those plant-based ingredients as someone who got it from both of the parents, you know? Okay. So they're going to they need more. So what happens is, is once you find out what your blueprint is, now what happens is you're given clinical doses of plants that has shown from science to support these processes in the body um, for your own body to work like the miracle mm-hmm. was intended to be. So now you have support, your body now can function like right. it needs to. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I think vi- vitamin D was always something it was, I don't want to say everyone's deficient, but I mean, it's it's up there. Yeah, most people probably are de- yeah. I mean, deficient, absolutely. I mean, even if you're, Cause what is it? You have to be outside like bare skin for like an hour a day or something like that. It's like, well, is that. And here's the thing though. Yeah. If you have a mutation from both okay. parents and it's active in your body and you're standing next to somebody who doesn't have that mutation uh-huh. and you both stand out in the sun for the same amount of time, the person without the mutation is going to get more vitamin D from that sun than, than you will. So you have to supplement in that situation. So that person would have to supplement. But again, it goes back to how do you know unless right. you test. You don't, yeah. You're right. right. We don't know. So that's why the test is so beautiful is because it stops this um, wasted time and wasted money of all this guesswork that we put in mm-hmm. um, and just cuts down to the chase. Like, let's just cut down time and let's see what you got, you know? Do you, do you guys do that remotely? Uh, or I guess, um, or is it only, so like if someone listening wanted to do this test could they do it absolutely yeah the dna test is shipped straight to their house okay Uh, blood test no it's two swabs oh really yes you swab your left cheek and it's cheek cells it's not saliva so you're getting cheek cells 
slob, swab, slob, <laughs> swab your right cheek, and then you put it in a vial of solution and you ship it to a lab in um, Houston, Texas. And it's okay. a HIPAA certified lab, so it's a hospital standards. And um, then your results are emailed to you. And what I offer to anybody who does go through this is I say, I'm gonna give you an hour of my time because I wanna make sure that when we go through that, that I'm gonna go through it with you and I'm going to kind of explain now what types of foods you should be eating to support your body as well as why custom supplementation from plants is so vital for you. Sure, so, makes yeah. sense. So how, how is someone, I mean, what, do you want to shout out where you work or where they can find yeah. it? Or well, So they can contact me um, either okay, through, um, through, I mean, I would give out my phone number, but <laughs> maybe yeah. not, I don't know. Um, but no. I have a, a, my email, you can do my okay. email, crystal.teamu. Um, okay. Um, at gmail.com. Okay. And so if someone's interested, they can just email you. Yeah. Perfect. Or find me or find me on Instagram or Facebook, Crystal Ray. You can find me sure. at Crystal Ray. Yeah. Is there anything you've noticed like, like most people, I guess it's how do I want to word this? What's like the most common like food allergy that you're seeing or intolerance or incentive, however, however you want to word that? I mean, gluten, right? Okay. Is I, I knew, yeah. 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 And I would say, I mean, give everyone. Should, I'm in agreement with you, so I'm not. I'm not going to yeah. argue with you about it. Almost everyone should be off gluten. It should not have gluten in their diet every day. Now, do I love me a good pizza? Yes. Right. Okay. Right. I'm going to have me some pizza every now and then. Mm -hmm. But yes, gluten is number one. Lactose, I would say, would be number two. So, um, getting off of you know cow's milk and maybe moving to almond milk or mm -hmm. oat milk. You know, oat milk. The difference with oat milk and almond milk is oat milk is higher in fat. So there's another thing where there's, the DNA, yeah. I never would have guessed that. About DNA testing is that some people can't process fat like others. Mm -hmm. So if you can't process fat, you shouldn't be on a high fat diet like keto. Yeah, don't or, just do keto, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So it, anyway, so yeah, I think lactose would be the next one, like gluten and then lactose. Sure. Top two. I, I can relate to that because I've definitely, I, I, I do yo-yo when it comes to like, all right, like I didn't eat gluten for like a year and then I like went to Vegas and then you like oh. <laughs> indulge too much and then it's like, oh shit, it's a week later and then it's a month later and then, but like yeah. knowing, I think the main thing too is just like, I'm still conscious about it. You know, like if I eat something that you know, has gluten and it's like, okay, if I have, if I get a headache or I don't feel good later, there's no real excuse. Like, you know why it happened and things like that. Yep. So I think just to kind of touch on that too, like, even if you're not going to get a DNA test or something like start being aware of what you're eating and how you feel, you know, whether it's you know, a food journal or something like that, like you need to be aware of it because like gluten specifically, I think a lot of people, you know, do, do have some, you know, allergies to it. Yeah. And if they realize that and be like, okay, maybe that's why I had that headache yesterday. Okay. Maybe we limit it or, you know, yeah. we got to be observant and not just like sheep and just like, like, like you said, it's about the fat thing. It's like, okay, keto, everyone should do keto. You want to lose weight, do keto. I did keto and I hated it. I felt like shit. Like I, <laughs> I did everything I was supposed to do. It's like, oh, you know, you know, you just eat more salt and this. It's like, okay, but if my body's not really processing these fats right, you're not getting any energy in your blood sugar. Cause I, I feel like my blood sugar was always super low when I did keto. Yeah. So everybody is different. Like, don't just trust the fad diet. I mean, it might work for you, but you might so just get So when lucky. I went to school to be a nutritionist, you know, uh -huh. there, there are over a hundred dietary theories, okay? And it's almost impossible to, you know, I mean, it's not a one size fits all, just like you said. So the one thing we can do is just what you had mentioned is to, how do I feel after eating the way that I did today? If I felt like crap and I had these ups and lows, well, maybe that's because I've been, you know, I'm starting to feel tired. I go and grab a soda or I go and grab coffee with lots of creamer in it, you know? Mm -hmm. Or maybe I am going and grabbing that bag of chips because they're quick. So yeah, it's being mindful of those things. And, um, you know, knowledge is power. So again, it kind of goes back to what we talked about before is that even if you were to take and say, okay, I'm not going to do the bag of chips. I'm going to take those little bags of, I don't know, um, cucumbers. 
you know, yeah. like take a little bag of cucumbers, something that's crunchy, like a chip, right. Or carrots, you know, um, but at least you're just making a substitution. It still kind of gives you this idea that I'm eating something crunchy and you know, whatever, but, um, but yeah, it's just making a little tweak in your day and then saying, okay, how did I feel? And you can't expect it to change overnight either. No. So you could you feel have, worse. Like, you, could. you could feel worse right away. Yeah. yeah. Like detoxing from sugars and things like that. Yeah. You're going to feel terrible. Like I've done, I did whole 30. I don't know if you ever oh, tried that. Did you like it? I mean, I did. It was, <laughs> it was brutal though. I mean, yeah. the, it, like the last like 10 days you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> But like the sugar, like you felt so bad the first couple of days because you, even if you don't eat a ton of sugar, like you're eliminating all of it. So like you can't just pick, oh, this isn't for me. It's like, no, your body's changing. You know, like your, your body's like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing to me? Like it needs to adapt and things like that. So if there, if you can only have one supplement, what would it be? Like just one. Oh, that would be my custom DNA supplement by far because it covers 18 areas of my body. I would, that's it. That's well, what's in it? Well, what's in it then? That's a cop out. What's in it? That's not a cop out. Um, oh, look, I have. I mean, I is, it, is it like a, is it like a, a formulation? Yeah, it's a, my own, my own blend and it's got my, all my, my formulas right here. So I have cat's claw, okay. I have ubiquinone, CoQ10, um, broccoli powder, quercetin, resveratrol, um, organic turmeric and bamboo leaf extract, <laughs> AC11. I don't know. I got a lot of stuff in here. It's okay. I, I, I love yeah. that it's like that though. Like it's yeah. it's those natural stuff. It's not like it just. Like let, let me ask you this. So what's your take on multivitamins? Do you take? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. But waste the, of money, right? Here's the thing. I used to do multivitamins mm -hmm. until my aunt and I had this conversation about the MTHFR. Have you heard of that one? They call it the mother effer. <laughs> okay. If you look up MTHFR, everyone in your audience should look it up, okay? okay. It's how your body processes folic acid. Mm. Now, folic acid is in every multi-supplement, okay? Yeah. If you have a mutation with MTHFR, then that means that your body, if it's active in your body, it cannot process folic acid into a methylated form to where the body can use it. There's seven steps the body takes to break down folic acid. Right. So if you have a mutation, your body stops at some point in that process, and now it becomes toxic because the body's like, well, we don't know what this is, so we'll hang on to it. It's mm -hmm. being linked to um, actually depression too. I can't, I forgot about that. I'm in love with MTHFR, but FUT2 is totally linked to anxiety and depression. But MTHFR is another one that's linked to that. It's linked to um, miscarriages. It's linked to a slew of things that I would just say, do the research on it. Because this is why I got off of custom supplementation, honestly. Yeah. And why I went looking for something else. Because I thought, well, wait a minute. If my aunt has that, I may have it. Mm -hmm. And... If I have it, then me taking this multivitamin is not helping me at all. It could actually be doing me more harm, but I just don't know, right? Like, we just don't, don't know. know. We don't know. No, you don't know. No, and guess what? I have one of the MTHFR mutations from one of my parents. Yep. And is it, so, and folic so I, acid is like a prenatal vitamin. Like, isn't, am I wrong for saying that? No. Yeah, it's like, that's like a focal point for prenatals, postnatal. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That's and they're just now starting. Some doctors are now starting to um to test women for that gene when they mm -hmm. find out they're pregnant because of the research we're finding um and how powerful it is that if you have it, you could actually do yourself more harm, especially when you're pregnant. So yeah, it's a super important gene to know if you have for sure. So yeah. That's not the direction you, I thought this was going to go. I know, I know, no. But hey, and if you do have it, here's the thing. You just need the methylated version. Yes. Yeah. That's it. But knowing how much you need is another one of those things. If you got it from one parent, you just need half the clinical dose. If you got it from both, you need a full clinical dose. So, you know. So don't just go take the methylated version? Right. Okay. I would or, not, no. Okay. No, I, I would not. I would I would either, again, if you can't do the DNA test that I, that mm -hmm. I have to provide, 
then yeah. I would say do enough research, try to do as much research as you can, mm-hmm. because you, um, I mean, I believe you can overmethylate. Like you don't want to have too much, too much of a good thing is still bad for you. So right, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good to know. Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, this just overdo it. Cause I, I don't like taking multivitamins <laughs> because like a lot of like, people will reach out to me and just say like, Oh, you know, I started feeling anxious, like out of nowhere and things like that. And like, I try to like, there's always something they're not telling you. And it's like, okay, well, what, what's been changing? And then it's like, oh, I added a multivitamin or something. It's like, okay, send me the label. And it's like loaded with B vitamins, which could be great for some people, right? But uh-huh. if you're if you're sensitive to stimulation or mm-hmm. you're, you know, you don't need calcium, like they literally just pump everything in there that they think you need, but you don't. they don't know what you're actually already intaking. You know, the, right. the American diet is full with calcium. You don't really need... Yeah, you probably don't need to take a supplement for it potentially. Yeah. And if you're overdoing it, you can have anxiety. You can like, don't just take a multivitamin because you think it's healthy. That's it, it's BS. It's just, it, it really is. I mean, when, when you're peeing yellow, there's a re, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like you're not absorbing everything. And, and let's just say this because some of the supplement industry is not regulated at all. No. And no. I'm going to get, I'm going to get this one story because I know supplements, you know, you go to places like GNC or, you know, when we see supplements there, we think that, well, because it's in this store, I, it's got to be a good source, right? Yeah. It's so bad. Not always because, um, there was a study and it was, it was four years ago that I found it. So I probably should find it again, but it was in GNC. And there was a supplement that people were, you know, getting, well, they started feeling sick. So they went to look at the manufacturer. Well, it was a guy making it in his garage. And one of the ingredients was drywall because they could put fillers in these things and they yeah. don't have to account for it because there's no regulation really. So yeah, it's when you think of things like that, you're just like, oh, okay. It just makes you question again about we're in charge of what we put in our body. So don't believe just anything that has a label and is sitting on a shelf somewhere. Right. It's really important for us to do the research because it's going to impact us, mm-hmm. you know, in some form or fashion. So yes. now that we're, now that we're on the topic of supplements, this isn't, well, I guess this is the bash the companies like GNC. Those guys work off commission. Mm-hmm. So if you're going in, like, okay, I worked at a mom and pop place. So like, it wasn't yeah. like that. Um, like we despise those people because of like, they would like, honestly, it'd be the guys that come shop with us and they wouldn't know anything. And it was shocking. And they'd be like, Oh, I just sell this. Cause I make $10 on it. Yeah. But like do your own research. And I would say, don't buy anything unless it's completely transparent. Absolutely. It, I mean, if it's a proprietary blend, like, yes, we, we just talked about like, they, there's could be stuff, there could be stuff in there that isn't listed, but don't, buy anything with the blend in it because you don't know what's in it. You don't know how much of anything's in there. Buy something that's transparent. Um, I worked for, I was working for a company and we actually, he gave me the opportunity. We, we, we launched, we launched two products and it was all about being like an all natural. It was like vegan friendly. Um, all those, all the buzzwords, you know, there's no caffeine and you know, I, I formulated it and everything. And then we get the product and it had talc powder in it. I don't know if you know what talc powder is, but that's what's in baby powder that was giving women was ovarian cancer, right? Yeah. yeah. And it was like, and I reached out to them, like, you know, what, you'll be just ordered like 2,000 of them. And they're like, well, it is natural. I'm like, yeah, but like, <laughs> this is a pill. Like, we don't need, we don't need fill, like, we don't need that filler. Yeah. Like, well, it's fine. They have people reaching out and it's like, do your research. Like, the, the fillers matter. Um, so I think the main thing is like, just question things. It's okay to question things. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist, but like, look at what, you, what you're putting in your body. I think that's the main thing we're trying to, you know, reiterate here. Um, it's just so important. Don't just, don't just trust the guy at GNC who's saying, Hey, use this, like do your own yeah. research, go in there with a plan. I mean, there's plenty of places that will help you with supplements, you know, like the place crystal works at and things like that. Like go somewhere where you feel comfortable we don't feel like they're selling you something, but they're actually trying to help you. You know, that's, that's way better than just say, okay, just let me get that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So true. Um, a couple more questions I got for you. So yeah. can you think of your biggest mistake when it's come to like entrepreneurial 
entrepreneurship like what's one and when i say mistake i mean like i really want to call it a failure but I, like what, what have you what's been your biggest biggest learning experience like what have you done like ah uh, okay i learned a lot from that you know justin you should give me a little bit more time to think about this <laughs> i know it's tough we just started we're like hey let's just go no yeah. i'm gonna say the first thing that i think comes to my mind mm -hmm. and this is part of my personality that i mentioned about earlier is I would take on too much at one time. And mm -hmm. if you haven't read the book, The One Thing, I would highly suggest reading the book, The One Thing, or listening it to an audible. Yeah, I'll audible and, that one. The one yeah. Thing. Who, do you know who reads it? Or who reads it? Who wrote it? Hold on. It's, my audible is right here. I'll pull it up no. over here. Um, but that is the, I wasted so much of my time. Uh, the One Thing is by, oh, here he is. We're going to start listening to it now. <laughs> Go book club. Uh, Gary Geller. Okay. Yep. I've got like five Audible credits to burn. So oh, good. There you go. That's, yeah, that's I need to get a couple. On the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think for me, that was probably my hardest lesson as well because I was the yes girl. So, and I also loved because I still was that helper to help other people. So I had my business and my vision. But then I would have another friend who had a business that was saying, oh, you're really good at X, Y, Z. Can you come over here and help me? And I'd be like, sure. And then I'd go, I'd be there. And then I'd be here. And I thought, well, I'm kind of networking too. I'm supporting other women, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, because time you can't get back. And there's something about being very focused on your one thing, whether it is your business as an entrepreneur or getting healthy in all areas of your life, relationally, mentally, spiritually, right? Or mm -hmm. like we have to be so zeroed in and focused and we can't like blinders as horses, you know, um, because we are in a race in a sense, you know, yeah. um, and we don't, we don't get time back. So, but within that, I will say that I would fall into that sometimes. Like I would find myself in that space and say yes to everything mm -hmm. and then I'd get myself out of it. And then I would find myself back in it. <laughs> yeah. And what I realized is that I started figuring out when I was doing it that I was able to get out of it quicker, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? You're able to recognize it. Yeah. Yes. And so mm -hmm. there was this growth that was happening. And even though I felt like I was still going around the mulberry bush, in a sense, mm -hmm. it was less and less and less where finally it was, I realized, oh, no, I'm sorry. That doesn't fit with my vision. Um, but I'll be looking for somebody. If I hear anybody that, that has their skills, then I'll send them your way, you know? Sure. So, but yeah, I, I really like that. I think I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Even if it's not, even if you take the entrepreneurial side out of it, yeah. it's like saying yes to things is okay, but not to that extent where you're just like a yes man, yes, a yes person, whatever. So that, you know, you need to prioritize yourself too. Like you can help tons of people like saying no is okay. Or it's, yeah. you know, that's it, super important. I think everyone, everyone realized that at one point it's like, Oh my God, I have so much stuff going on. I shouldn't have taken all this on. Mm -hmm. So now I have no time for myself and you came and give your all to those opportunities anyway. So like yeah. burning the candle, you know, burning the candle at both ends, you know. And that's where it kind of goes back to earlier what we were talking about, where it's so important to do the work on the inside, mm -hmm. because we've got to know who we are, what our mission, where our values are, and then anything that comes to us, we put it and see if it's in alignment with that. And that's how you really know: is this a yes or a not now? Because mm -hmm. a no, it may not be a complete no. Maybe it's a not now, you know, because. It's not in alignment with where I'm at right now. And that's why it's so important to be writing those things down of where you're at right now, what you want out of life at this point in time, right? And then, because you're always going to have shiny objects out there. Right. Look at me, look at me. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then, yeah, and then also to realize that just because you say no to somebody, especially if you're somebody who um, uh, who's a giver, Right. Mm -hmm. We find, we find self-worth and value in giving. Yeah. I, I feel that way. Yeah. I feel, yeah. And I think, I think it's, I think it's also common with people that are maybe dealing with depression things like that. Like yeah. I, like I may not feel good all the time, but like mm -hmm. if I can make someone else feel good, that's, you know what I mean? Like, and that's the yeah. same thing. It's like, okay, well 
keep give, 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 give. It's like, okay. I know. And yourself then, out. <laughs> and then you feel drained and you're like, why do I feel so drained? You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, and again, that's why if we have those things written down and we know, then when all the shiny objects come, we just put it and see, is this in alignment with where I'm at right now? And if not, maybe no, isn't the answer you say, maybe you let them know, not now, you know, maybe that's a little bit more of yeah. a nicer way. Right? right. Um, I just can't right now. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I, and I, I've noticed that too. So like, I obviously I'm reaching out to people to be on the show like yourself and the people that I respect the most are saying things like, like what you're saying, like hey, this, this works for me. Um, or, Hey, you know, reach out, reach out to me in July. Cause right now I'm like, I'm super busy. I don't want to, and, and, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't affect me personally. Like you got to put yourself in those people's shoes. Um, like if you don't just say no, or maybe it is, I mean, you just say, Hey, this isn't the right time. Reach out to me here. And then mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm in sales. So no one, like, you know, I reach out to people to set up like, estimates. So yeah. Yeah. everyone's like, okay, you know, I'll see it. Like, can you come tomorrow at this time? And it's like, okay, I can't come for like four weeks, but like you have to you, like, I, I'm learning how to do that. It's like, okay. And most of the time, like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's like, okay, why did I stress myself out? Because I'm you, you, everyone has like higher expectations for yourself almost than other people even do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like if you would have said, Hey, no, you know, we, we can do this in two months. Okay, cool. Like you're busy and you being busy is a good thing. Well, and think of it this way too. I'm just going to, let me just, I'm going to loop this around for a minute. Make y'all think, okay, what if it's just not the timing for that person either, because it needs to be timing for someone else to come into space. Right. So whenever we try to force things or we get down because something didn't work or, you know, whatever, maybe it's because it wasn't meant to be. It's not the best. It would have been good, but it's not the best for you or for me at that time. If we can change, like I've had to change myself to thinking that at certain points, because I would get kind of down and out. Like, why didn't they say yes to me? You know, like what's wrong with me? What did I do? You know? And then when I started realizing, okay, wait a minute, I'm going to flip the script and I'm going to tell myself it wasn't the right timing for them or for me because I need somebody else at this point, apparently, yeah. you know, um, and, and they do too. So it was this, you know, it's just a different frame of thinking that really created freedom, right? Instead of stifling action and keeping us, you know, in this fear mode, it puts us in faith mode to say, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, there's a yes out there somewhere and it's going to be the right yes, you know? Absolutely. I think, mm-hmm. I, I know you, you said you're, um, you're, being a church growing up, whatever. Um, like I, I'm pretty f- spiritual, I would say, um, in a sense, it's, it's a similar concept. Like I have yeah. so much spiritual faith that like, even, even this, you know, if you're listening, we recorded for 20 minutes, whatever, it didn't record. It's whatever. I mean, like that stuff may just shouldn't be out there. You know what I mean? Like, and you got, if you, if you have that mindset, whether you believe, you know, God did this for you or the universe or whatever it is, you know, our path is, you know, everything's coming towards when it's supposed to happen. You know, everything does happen for a reason, whether it's good, bad, you may not realize it for years down the road, why something happened. But if you put that little bit of faith in, it's like, it kind of just like eases it, even if it's something really bad. I mean, Mm -hmm. something, you know, a huge bill comes up or, you know, something, you get injured, something, it could be, bad in the moment but it could be what propels you to get to where your ultimate goal is you just don't know it yet you know two examples really quick one a friend of mine her husband uh got laid off of his job great paying job right Mm -hmm. no reason no reason why and it was like what the heck Mm -hmm. but they took it as okay there's got to be something else better out there and sure enough two months later he gets a better job. They move. They're closer to family. Wow. But that wouldn't have happened if he wasn't forced, right? He had to uh, get fired to be forced to go look, right? And then they had to just step out in faith to say, mm-hmm. hey, there's got to be purpose in this and something else better. Another thing, I had a client who was going through a really hard um, relationship. And she kept forcing this relationship that wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. 
And then one day, guess what? He drops her. And she's right. just like bawling and crying. But guess what? That wasn't, it, it wasn't either right or wrong. It just wasn't the right match. So yeah. then it opened up doors for her to find the right match, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes we try to force things that are trying to be pulled out of our life because it's not the best, not that it's not good or mm -hmm. it's not working for you right now, but it's not the best to make you the next person you need to be in this journey of life. But we want to hang on to it because we feel secure there. And yeah. in the letting go of something that that is trying to pull itself out in the letting go, we can find so much freedom and new life in that. But it is, it can be a very painful process. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And learning to embrace that process is a skill. Like I still, Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It takes time. You're like, oh, okay, relax. Like this yes. is just, you have to like the, the, uh, the point you just made is perfect because everything like I practice a lot like manifestation and things like that. And it's one of the main things is like, you have to get rid of stuff to bring new things in. Yeah. And whether that's the job, the relationship, the maybe your car breaks down and then next thing you know, you get your dream car or like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. that, that stuff could happen. It doesn't have to be like some huge as like a relationship or something, but like right. things leave your life and enter your life. Like they're not just, you can't just add everything in. Like you're not going to just, add in a new car or like four new jobs like that you know it, it, yeah. it's not happening you're gonna lose your job or you're gonna get something's gonna happen and then you'll get your new job and it's it, there's there's comfort in trusting the process of it mm -hmm. yeah and if you can get there and like you said it's not like it's easy mm -hmm. um like at work like i, I stay pretty calm and be like i don't understand why you're not so mad it's like well i just I don't want to say like I don't care, but like there's, there comes to a point where it's like this, you care that like, you just know it's not that big of a deal. Like it, it, whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen. Just kind of roll, it's like a roll with the punches kind of thing. And what is getting mad over something going to do? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, I, 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 I love the mind <laughs> because mm -hmm. it's how powerful we can be in it because emotions are emotions. They come and they go but we get to control how long they stay and if they enter in. And when we get angry and we hold on to anger, anger leads into bitterness. Bitterness leads into hatred. And these things are linked to our physical bodies decaying. And so if we think yeah. of that, like what is anger, me being angry gonna do? If anything, it's giving that situation control of my life right now. Mm -hmm. So you saying that was, was really wisdom because you getting angry over something maybe you can't control. What is that going to do? It's not going to do anything, any good. So you're releasing it as it is, and you're just going to ride the wave and do your job the best that you can and mm -hmm. find purpose right there where you're at. And that's the best way to go about it because whatever happens is going to happen. Right? right. And there's things, especially at work, we can't control it's, Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, right? Yeah. So, and mistakes can, happen. Yeah. And you can only control the way that you respond or react. Mm. Reacting is the emotional side that, ah, you know, like you want control of it or you're going to, you know, responding is more of taking a look back and saying, okay, do I have, do I play a role in this? And if so, what role is that? And then how do I move forward? That's a response, you know, yeah. taking more of a look. So that. yeah, that was beautifully said, Justin. Well, thank you. Insight. I try. <laughs> so I mean, that's funny too. Is also like, what if the anger is probably directed from something else too? It's like if you're getting mad at work, you're probably pissed about something else. Yeah. Very little yeah. deeply. I, I mean, an anger can come from like control, right? There's yeah, right, right. Want control, right? Because and why? Because con controlling something brings security. Well, why do they feel like they have to be in a place of security? Where are they not feeling secure? Right. So yeah, it's, it's a domino effect. And this is why I love what I do because although I'm a nutritional coach, most people know what they need to eat and that they need to exercise, but it's the reasons why, right? Mm -hmm. Why do we not choose those things? Or why are we choosing to be angry at our husbands for days on end, you know? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
that's what the part that I love is the digging into the why. And the reason why is because if you can find the root cause as to why you do something or you react to something, then guess what? You can dig the root out and then you can replant a new plant there <laughs> and then watch that grow. But at least now you're mindful of it to where you can take control and the situations aren't controlling you anymore. You're being able to be in control of your life. Yeah, that was perfectly put, perfectly put. Before we talk about the foundation you you work with, I wanted to ask you one more question. So with yeah. like life coaching, what is there a book that you recommend right away? Like, is there, you have a go-to that you share with people or maybe not even a book, like a podcast, something like, hey, this is the first thing you need to listen to or like just kind of gets people ready to get into that self-help mindset kind of thing? I'm going to give you two. Perfect. Um, you know, I work more with women than I do with men. So <laughs> this one is, I mean, this one is more for women, but it's called The Audacity to Be Queen. And it's written by Gina um, DeVee, D-E-V-E-E. -E -E. Okay. And the other one, I mean, I've got quite a few, but the other mm -hmm. one I probably would say is The Choice Theory. Okay. And that's by William Glasser. Okay. G-L-A-S-S-E-R. Um, and those probably would be the two that I would, um, and, and the choice theory is a new psychology of personal freedom, uh, choosing okay. the life you want to live and staying close to the people you need. I like that. Um, yeah. And audacity to be queen is really about, um, for women being in a position instead of as a princess, you're now living like a queen and there are different ways that queens respond to situations or they communicate than a princess would. And so it's kind of shifting our mindset as women as to how would a queen uh, walk in a room mm -hmm. and, and, you know, communicate. More empowering um, than just being yeah. like a, I, I, yeah, I get the concept, like princess right. is more yeah. like, yeah, a princess, you know, everyone knows yeah. that princess is. There's definitely a, a difference between a princess and a queen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Not That's breaking good. so many things along the way, you know, as we're trying to get there, you know. Sure. Honestly, like. For some reason, a lot of the followers on this page are women, so I think this is going to be good for them. Awesome. Partially because I think men are still afraid to talk about mental health and all that, but we're trying to change that. Yeah, um, absolutely. The so next thing I really want to talk about is we are not broken. Mm -hmm. What is it, and how can people find it? So we can are already tell you're excited to talk about it. So Yes. Okay. So you can find it by wearenotbroken.org. That's okay. the website. Um, we also have an Instagram, we are not broken and a YouTube channel. So you can find the scar stories there on my YouTube channel. Um, we are not broken is an organization that, um, did start through women, but we're also opening it. We'll be opening it up to men as well, because it's all about the scar stories that we carry and everyone has a scar story, whether they're physical or emotional are started off with it being physical. So for instance, um, one of our ladies, she was, uh, got trapped in a house fire and she was burned 80% of her body, beautiful woman. But on the outside, of course, when people see her, they don't know her story. Right. 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 And so it's bringing those things that happened to people's lives, um, and creating a beautiful story out of that and allowing their voice to be heard. And so um it's bringing purpose to it uh one of our gals she started her own business um it's a subscription box business it's called the passion growth um subscription box okay and uh, she used to be a full-time nurse now she just does this so wow. um it's helping women find tools that they need whether it's through um Oh goodness. It just slipped my mind. Counseling, sorry, <laughs> counseling or resources of, you know, we've had a woman that's needed prosthetic leg before. And, um, but what we do is we have professional photographers and makeup artists and hair um, designers that come in and they spend a day with them, uh, and taking their pictures and then telling their story, um, of what their scar is. Mm -hmm. and what beauty has come out of that it's amazing uh, yeah yeah it's so, amazing it's uh it's it's really uh my, my my dear friend nick austin is the one that started this foundation and i was okay. blessed to meet her about two years ago and uh, i've just been with her since then and so now i serve as secretary on the board 
but she's done a phenomenal job um, of really creating a home for women who, uh, you know, as women, there's this, again, it goes back to this guy, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many filters nowadays, so much pressure that you have to be a certain way. Um, Even if you're a model, you know, it's still not good enough. You know, you're still being, you're, you're, you know, your thighs are still being thinned out, you know, or whatever it is. Right. So, this has been such an empowering movement that Nick Austin has created for women to say that no matter what size, no matter what things look like on the outside, you're not defined by that. You're defined by the woman that you are on the inside, how you carry yourself, how you live your life, how you impact others. That's who you are. And that's what we see. And so that's, um, that's the mission. I mean, that that's why we're so passionate about reaching as many women as we can and the idea is to be in all 50 states with photographers and hairstylists. Right now, we're in Georgetown, Texas. Nick has right. a studio called Celtic Viking Studios that she does all of her stuff through. Um, so if you're ever in Georgetown, Texas, come above Gumbo's and find us. We're right on the square. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're wanting to be in all 50 states so that way any woman can find a um, an affiliate that can help them tell their story, you know, and find that support and resource if they need it. So it's incredible. Um, we have a book coming out. It's our first book that's going to be published. Awesome. Um, yeah. With all the scar, you know, pictures of all the women that have been through our program, but you can find us on YouTube and, uh, and also on our, um, our webpage, you can find us there. That's awesome. And yeah. even if, even if you're not, I mean, like you said, it's going to take time obviously to get in all those States, but like people are going to see this like similar to what like our page does people are going to see it and maybe like we like to inspire people to like tell their story yeah and like, yeah. That, like you know it's not like it may ins- inspire someone to make that instagram post or like explaining their scars or talk yeah. about their mental health like it's the same yeah. concept and that's within with anything in life like our struggles if you embrace it and just face it head on and don't hide behind mm-hmm. it anymore it's like the most freeing thing and like no one can really i won't say make fun of you for it but they can't like attack you for it when you've already embraced it it's like i don't give a shit like this is who i am this is who i am sorry yeah and if if it bothers you then and it's something like physical i mean i would say you you know it's easy to hide you know you maybe some mental illnesses but like a scar Mm -hmm. maybe if it's predominant like someone who's burnt that much like Mm -hmm. that takes so much power to just embrace that and Mm-hmm. that's incredible all right i gotta ask what, what's your scar because you know you didn't just join it for the hell of it <laughs> well mine is mine is probably more emotional sure mine that's what i figured scar. yeah, that's yeah. What I figured. mine's yeah. emotional scar yeah you know it's um i, I realized um that i was an enabler first mm. of all and if we have any enablers <laughs> that are listening I would encourage you that there's something in being able to say no into drawing boundaries and it's the, a place of love. But if we enable people to still treat us badly, nothing will ever change. It actually gets worse. And, um, you know, and there, and to realize too, that you can't love somebody enough for them to change. And I think for me, I grew up just thinking that, well, if I loved this person enough, then they'll stop doing X, Y, Z to me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll stop putting me through this pain that they clearly know they're putting me through. So I'll just keep trying to love more and love more and make life easy. And and it just it just kept going downhill, which then what did that do to me? Made yeah. me feel like, why am I not lovable? Why can't I love you enough, right? right. You can't when, do enough, yeah, right? no matter when what, I right? I didn't realize that it wasn't about me. It was about mm-hmm. them. And that if I would have released that to say, you need to do the work on you and learn to love yourself because mm-hmm. you can't love anyone else. If you can't love yourself, it would have maybe freed them up too. But guess what? I don't know. And even if I would have done that, I mean, it's still a choice. We all have yeah. choices. Right. And whether or not I choose to do what's right, it does not mean that this other person is going to choose to do what's right. And I can't put that expectation on them anyways. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, my scar is definitely emotional and realizing that I was enough and that the way that I am, how I love, the quirky person I am that nobody, some people don't get, it's okay, yeah. right? 
it is okay and that not everyone's gonna like me you know mm -hmm. like you know and it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me it just is like it, yes. there's no right or wrong I, I i grew up in such a black and white person mm -hmm. that there are some things that are gray or just it's not good or bad it just isn't meant right. to be it's just not you know so for me it was just getting through and retraining me to realize that um to find myself who i was after a relationship that had been um very toxic mm -hmm. and, um and that took at least a good five years oh. you know mm -hmm. um two years just to detox from all the emotional scarring um and then probably another two to reframe and find who I was again. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sure Absolutely. it's, I'm sure it feels good for you too, though. It does. It's, you know, yeah. because, um, cause I know I'm not the only one. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm yeah. sure there's your exact story. It's, I won't say it's common. I don't want to belittle it, but someone else is going through that. There's Absolutely. someone's going through that and they can relate. So I got a couple more questions for you. Yeah. If you can go back, so let's say you go back to your 36 year old self. Okay. Give your you know time machine, whatever. Give yourself a piece of advice. Talk to yourself. Okay. What would it be? You know you're about to go through some hell. What's your piece of advice? I would tell myself, trust your gut and don't look back. Wow. Because I found myself in a state of always second guessing. Mm -hmm. So I'd go to people to say, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? Because I didn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. And guess what? when I realized, okay, just go with my gut. If I screw up, I screw up. It's okay. Yeah. All good. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Okay. So I think I would have told myself that. Just trust your gut. If you screw up, it's okay. Just get back on track. You're mm -hmm. gonna figure out how to not screw up as often, and then you're gonna be fine. <laughs> like it's so true. You know. So yes, I think that's what I tell myself. I love that. Let's. So before we get to the last question, where can people find you? Okay, so um, so I do have a website. It's okay. I have to update it. It's crystalray.com. Can you spell it? Uh, how do you spell Ray? People oh yeah. Okay. So C R Y S T A L. Okay. R H E A. Perfect. Ria Ray. Um, you can find me at crystalray.com, okay. or you can find me on Instagram, which is crystal underscore crystalray.com. So, and then I'm also on Facebook, just Crystal Ray. So. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. All right, last question. Okay. How do you want to be remembered? Drum roll. Ew. Mm. Think mm. about it. I want to see the one that wouldn't give up. I like that. One that kept that. the one that kept finding that wouldn't give up, that no matter mm -hmm. how hard that got, she'd always find a way, not just for herself, but for others. Yeah. I think that's what that's the first thing I think of. Well, I think you're already giving off that vibe, so you're doing yeah. a good job. <laughs> yeah, you're, do, you're giving a good job. You tell you're a fighter. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's very inspiring. I, I really want to thank you for coming on, being so yeah. open, dealing with technical difficulties. <laughs> I just, I, I really appreciate you being on. I know that everyone who listens to this is going to definitely get something from it, whether they're dealing with a divorce, single mom, have scars. You know, there's so many things. If you're struggling with your mental health, like consider doing, like it might just be, you don't just go to your psychiatrist, like, you know, look into your look into your diet, look into your DNA testing. Like there's so many options out there. Like what you said earlier, everything, it's just not, like, we're not cookie cutter molds yeah. of people. It's like, yeah. there's just not, like when people ask me like, oh, what works for you? Like I'll tell, I'll tell people, but like, that that came with hundreds of things that didn't work yeah. and like they made those things could have worked for you or so i'm i love that i had you on thank you for coming on i appreciate everyone for listening to another episode of the anxious ambition podcast you can find us on instagram everything's at anxious ambition so instagram at anxious ambition we're on facebook check out our website where we also have some apparel the apparel the main purpose of the apparel is to raise awareness for mental health. So I'm wearing a shirt right now. It says you're not alone. This isn't 
like I don't want to it's not meant to scream like I have anxiety I have depression like look at me it's more of if Crystal's walking down the street and she sees me wearing this shirt she knows okay like I'm an I'm an ally for her you know like we she can come up and talk to me about it we already have something in common it's giving that person who doesn't is afraid to talk about their mental illness it just gives them a little bit more uh, confidence to talk about it so thanks again for listening and we'll be back next week Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Anxious Ambition Podcast. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Follow us on Instagram at Anxious Ambition. You can actually watch this podcast over on YouTube. Lastly, check out our website, anxiousambition.com, where we have all of our merch and a portion of every sale is donated to NAMI and it helps support the individuals and their families who are suffering from mental illness. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, take it easy. Anxious. Ambition.